There's a lot to consider when you first start building an app or configuring a process on the platform, not least of which is how you're going to test those changes. In this episode, we have two returning guests to help us understand how to navigate those thoughts. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow Developer Podcast. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and curious individuals. And of course, I always say that with the utmost love and respect. Welcome to or welcome back to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow Developer Podcast, where we bring you the latest tools, tips, and tradecraft to accelerate your career. My name is Chuck Tomasi, Senior Developer Advocate at ServiceNow, and I am joined by the one, the only posh programmer, (laughs) Senior Developer Advocate, Lauren McManaman. How are you today, Lauren? I am just dandy because finally I can wear a sweater in Texas. Uh, it's still 82, but I'm I'm forcing myself to think it's fall. <laughs> and this is your weather report from Dallas, Texas. Well, in this episode, we've got not one, but two returning guests. We are talking once again with Harsh and Raghu. How are you today, gentlemen? Good. I'm good. Thanks, yep. Chuck. No Same here. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back. Now, before we begin... We usually do our introductions. You've been here before, so you should know how to do this. And, and dear listener, if you haven't listened to the previous episode with Harsh and Ragu, I invite you to take a listen to that. Uh, but let's let's do a quick intro just to reintroduce yourself for those that may be new. Hi there, I'm Ragu Veer, working as a principal platform architect at ServiceNow with a passion to achieve uh, success in uh, strategy and uh, transformation activities with customers and partners. If you have heard the previous podcast, uh, I am based out of Bangalore and you know all about the Bangalore. You, you can see my introduction. So I try on my technical advisory skills and I'm also excited uh, to share my experience today with you all and uh, the developers listening to us. And Harsh? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm from Faridabad in India. Uh, I have been in the ServiceNow ecosystem for almost 12 years. I love everything around ServiceNow. That's that's pretty much how I feel too. I love everything about ServiceNow. <laughs> we introduced a new question since you were here last, and I am just dying to hear your answer. Tell us a story about a time you did something you thought you would get fired for. We all have these experiences where you go, oh, I'm I'm going to lose my job over this. So I want to know, did you get fired? What did you learn? <laughs> What's the story? Uh, let's start with Harsh. Uh, so when I started with my first company almost 12 years back um, i was quite innocent and i was not very familiar with the security policy of the organization and i used to do tailgating as a fun activity you know, because i had no idea what the security policy of the company was and and i kept on doing it i kept on doing it and my organization was very strong from a process standpoint later when i got to know this is not right i was quite scared that I will get fired for this because they clearly wrote this should not be done. So that's the small story from my side. Did you get fired? No, no, I was not. And and what did you learn? <laughs> As my dad would ask, what, what did we learn today? Uh, what I learned <laughs> from that was when I do the security test, do it properly. Don't just answer it without reading the question. So that was my learning. <laughs> It's interesting why uh, the topic y'all are talking about today when in your past you were doing st- <laughs> like <Yeah>. secure. <laughs> and Raghu, what is your story from the the depths? So Chucky, put me on the spotlight. If I share this, probably my manager, if he hears, he may question <laughs> me now. But I'll go ahead and share this story. Uh, it was in the initial 
years of my service now and uh, as a hands-on as well i was doing this uh, a change a requirement from the customer it looked very simple change to change a condition in the business rule trigger condition it was as good as like i thought it's a switching from a cafe latte to espresso in a vending machine and uh, to reduce this overall data set the business rule you will execute on and it will improve the overall efficiency that's my whole intention to change that quickly and i did that in the production and this ended up choking their system as good as like the system's caffeine tolerance was pushed to its limit and uh, it just stalled uh, it did not stall i would say but uh, people who were accessing through that app node were all experiencing the performance issue so before i could uh, i mean i did this whatever change i reverted back and then i learned that okay this is not something a simple change which i thought initially so a change or a overall uh, change which i brought in is basically i started um, i mean i i suggested this to my lead that time that okay we need to make some cha- uh, policy change to ensure that the peer review happens for irrespective of whatever change we do in the dev instance so because what i think may not be the same what the other person thinks and uh, who is working with me so that actually brought the overall change in the system and a mistake which i did should not be repeated by other should being the operative word there <laughs> you you learned you learned do not make changes in production even the simplest of changes should be done in dev and peer reviewed and go through a proper change process did i get that right absolutely <laughs> and you know and you know another thing that should be done in dev is testing <laughs> what a nice yes. segue to our topic of today <laughs> Well, speaking of testing, obviously, if you're listening to the episode, you've probably read the title of the episode. So today's topic at hand is talking about the automated testing framework or ATF. So gentlemen, I think the first step before diving into the best practices and such is really defining what ATF refers to, especially on service now. So uh, ATF is should not be a new term for uh, the developers and uh, most of the people working in the service now. ATF stands for Automated Test Framework, and it's a purpose built for automation, automating the functional testing of uh, ServiceNow applications or any scoped applications or the apps built on this platform to ensure they work as expected after a major change like upgrades or a major release that happens. It is available by default on the platform at no additional uh, license cost for it. And uh, just to add on top of it, for ATF, the automated test framework comes with 700 plus pre-built uh, test st- start testing cases, which can be reusable uh, as an example test cases, which are available today from the now create as well as as a plugin, which can be activated and can be ready to be used. Very nice. And I, I know it took me a while to stop thinking of ATF. In the United States, we have a governmental department called the ATF, which is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. So if you're stockpiling (laughs) weapons or you're selling liquor without a license, (laughs) you're probably going to get a visit from the ATF. Yeah. You don't want to run into that ATF, but you definitely want to run into our ATF. And, And you've both had some experiences with it. I'd love to hear about your experiences and maybe some of the pros and cons. Harsh, why don't you start this time? I have had opportunity to try this feature for a couple of customers in the past and over the years this product has matured a lot there are definitely a lot of benefits the list is very long but for this answer i'll keep it short the first one at the foremost is 
this this feature helps you save huge time and cost it goes without saying how much time customers typically invest in building manual test cases and with the help of this kind of a feature it saves your effort by almost 70% right the other advantage this product offers is uh, usually we keep on making changes to the platform like small hot fixes small enhancements and to be very frank it's not practical to test the entire environment manually when you make these small changes so having atf in the landscape help you reduce the risk and make your environment much more stable the third benefit i really love about is the reusable nature of this product yes if you build the test suite in the right way keeping long term picture in mind then you can reuse this for a long run and you can save huge effort i like to think of this as as the the gift that keeps on giving it's i yeah. i spoke with somebody yesterday about the uh like the christmas club if you save a little each paycheck towards christmas all year long you're not shocked and stressed about where am i going to find the money to get the gifts for my family when in the holidays roll around and you've got it already there if you invest a little at a time with your atf tests as you construct mm-hmm. as you configure as you make changes to the system you will have those available to you when you need to do an upgrade for example you have the same test the same test suites you go does it work before i do this upgrade then you do the upgrade does it work after the upgrade same as you would as you're testing does it work before i deploy to production does it work after i deploy to production and you compare the results so it's 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 an incre- if you do it incrementally it's not a painful oh my gosh it's going to take us all this time to build the test so that we can run the test so that we can get the upgrade done it's already there that i love that reusability factor mm. absolutely chuck and one more i would like to add which is my personal favorite is uh, while testing service now solutions it was a big headache to test the entire solution on every browser so yes this, this feature make things pretty easy for you uh, rather than like investing so much effort you can just do it easily by by selecting the right browser and it will do it for you automatically and one thing i would also like to add in as well because it's built on the servicenow platform even if we upgrade our ui so there's a lot of external testing software that i've used and that is yep. very it's very similar to um the rpa in regards to that it is kind of like clicking the the screen for you versus something like this where it's actually tied into the platform so for example if servicenow were to upgrade our ui and things look substantially different your tests won't break cuz they're actually hooked into the platform yeah. aspects versus just where things are placed on a browser. So that's something worth noting too. <laughs> I also love you you mentioned something important too. You can do attestations on on elements that aren't even on the screen. If you had a third party mm-hmm. system, it would be basically screen scraping, but this lets you test things that are elsewhere in the database. I may be updating a record for example. and it has repercussions on other fields on that record or other records in the system and you can test those even though they're not on the screen absolutely okay i'm sorry i interrupted your bullet list keep going <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the last one on the list is uh, when you have to build those test cases you you don't need to have solid understanding of service now coding it's pretty much no code framework so that is where that is how it makes it easy even for business analysts testers to build those cases on their own 
That totally makes sense because who knows the process and how this app should behave better than the analysts, better than the people that have made the requirements. Because, you know, as, as developers, we usually go in and it says, pick a name. We go, Able Tutor. Yep. <laughs> We're terrible at testing. <laughs> so check a while um, what Hirsch rightly said on what all things it, it really does well. And it is highly recommended from the service now uh, to follow the ATF test suits during your design phase itself. Uh, I come with a little experience where uh, the telcos, financial industries, they're very particular on their experience and they want to test everything, uh, be it. So there, it's very important that we also highlight what it is not recommended, uh, the ATF is not recommended for. That's a good point. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, some of the things like uh, it is, ATF is not intended to test every single mm -hmm. uh, UI component in the form or in the catalog item in the browser. It is designed to basically test the functionality. Like you have any UI, uh, say for example, a reference a magnifying icon, you want to test that. Help text, whether you want to test that or not. The information icon. Okay, so these are the core UI part, which is shipped and out of the box, it just works. It need not be tested. And it is not designed to uh, write those test cases, not to spend that effort to write the test cases on that. And the other thing which uh, the customer have asked repeatedly is, can this be used for unit testing or the load and performance testing? Uh, so ATF is not meant for this. Uh, so you will have to use a separate external uh, tool, the load uh, load testing tool, mm -hmm. uh, the wind runner, load runner. There are many in the market that needs to be uh, used for testing. And be careful whenever you recommend that. Uh, you need to uh, raise or contact the support team or contact your support account manager to ensure your the customer instance is rightly placed, uh, is isolated before the performance testing is done. And uh, the last thing is, uh, I've also got a question, can this be used for mobile apps testing? And uh, so currently ATF does not support that, so it's not recommended. So these are the only few things which I wanted to list. Uh, while we recommend, there are certain things which are not recommended and uh, need to be need to balance in these two. I've heard rumors. This is this is purely speculation. Safe harbor. Safe harbor. That we may be doing some sort of mobile simulator on the mobile workbench, the the mobile app builder. That that you don't need to hook up a physical device and test your mobile apps there. That you could test them on within the environment. So that may open up an opportunity for ATF to test that way as well. I'm just dreaming That's here. This this could happen. <laughs> so we've kind of narrowed down between the use cases in which ATF can be employed and where it kind of should be maybe avoided or transferred over to something like Selenium. But where or how do individuals start integrating ATF into their overall testing or and or building process? Like how how should that be appropriately done? Yeah, that's a great question, Lauren. As part of my experience with various customers, what I have understood uh, this this feature should be part of the testing strategy right from day one. So when you do a kickoff with your customer, this should be the point of attention, which should be brought to everybody's notice. And that is where it will get into the process or in the mindset right from day one, right? So the second uh, thing which comes to my mind, we often talk about keeping platform out of the box, minimizing the customization, right? So when you think of customization, also think if you're adding a customization, there is an additional dimension of testing, which also creates additional effort with that customization. So that, that becomes another important design principle while, while thinking of ATF. 
and the last but not the least uh, often it becomes impractical to test everything mm. right so while we are capturing the requirements we should know what is our business critical services what is our high risk functionality right what is what are those requirements which will impact the user experience the most having that list at our disposable at our disposal upfront will absolutely help us taking the right call when we are making upgrades and investing efforts on the right uh, test cases yeah don't let the, don't let don't, sorry let me start that over yeah don't let perfect be the enemy of done is what you're trying to say right like don't like yeah. make yeah. sure yeah. oh everything has to be perfectly tested for this to actually be employed start with those really business critical yeah. things and fill in the gaps whenever you can that makes sense just to add on what harsh said um that actually prepares your regression test packs and we always recommend and in practically uh, as uh, what harsh said it creates mm -hmm. a, a test packs for the regression which you can reuse every time whenever there's a major upgrade whenever there's a major release ensure your basic critical functional functionality works smoothly whenever you introduce a change in the platform and that will ensure the noise is kept low or minimal or as possible as nil whenever you do that change. We just had our Vancouver release, and I want to know if we had any new hot stuff, new features for ATF in Vancouver. Absolutely. Um, so we all know the automated test framework has been there since now many years, and uh, especially uh, this uh, test generator, which basically automatically generates the test cases for you. It's been there for now a few months, I think since last November. But with this release, uh, there's a significant update, uh, which has been mostly been requested. And that is uh, creating the test cases automatically at the click of the button for all your service catalog items and uh, service catalog record producers. Uh, it's just a click of the button. And it, and this is along with the Cloud Runner. Cloud Runner is uh, the ServiceNow's browser in which you can run your test cases nice. and test suits. So this is the way update which is there which also bundles with few of the fixes for the problems that was uh by i mean seen in our product uh previously and also uh there's a fine tuning done in um in the browser orchestration which basically shows you the progress bar it shows you more accuracy in how the test mm. cases is being executed so there's an improvement in uh and fine tuning there and and it takes lesser time now to execute the test cases than previously Faster is always better in my book. With you. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we always yeah. like discussing all the improvements of Vancouver. So I'll take a quick moment to shout out a couple of other things that discuss Vancouver as a whole. A couple episodes back, we and the entire developer advocate team talked about the entire Vancouver release. So be sure to check out that episode of Breakpoint. But also, Chuck and I have recently visited the city of Vancouver to work on the release keynote. So that is available both on the ServiceNow events website and on LinkedIn, and all those links will be provided in the show notes, of course. Back to our lovely gentleman talking about ATF, though. One of the biggest problems I saw with ATF was never the product. It was always the adoption of the product. When I was on sales, I would have this discussion all the time about how all these people were building magnificent things, but then were reluctant to upgrade their instances because testing took so long. When I asked them why, they said, well, we do it all by hand. I said, what about ATF? They said, we have no time for it. So how could we increase the overall adoption of this really remarkable product? Absolutely a great question, Lauren. 
I have seen the challenge with a lot of customers. And, and in my personal opinion, here are a few things which can absolutely help us. So first thing is, as I mentioned earlier in a different way, but executive buy-in is very important uh, to make sure uh, testing strategy is given the right attention in the beginning. So and, and it can start right from the kickoff call itself. Right. Step two could be uh, making sure the entire implementation team, whether it is coming from partner or service now, is very well educated on ETF. So that they when, when they design the solution, they keep ETF in mind. Another challenge which I have seen with a lot of customers is sometimes they expect a lot from ATF. They're the positioning of the product is not right in the minds of the customers. So that I think enablement gas has to be fixed. Fourth, I think we have a lot of content available on now create uh, for, for our partner, for service now, for all developers. There is a very good implementation guidance available there, which can help us step-by-step process of how to implement this for your in your landscape. And the last but not the least, for all developers and architects, there is a very good course available on now learning, which can help us uh, gain a like, very good understanding of this feature and, and give it back to the customers, then, the benefits. Yeah, we mentioned a couple of things about now learning and whatnot. What other information do we have to help people get started with ATF? Check, I'll take this question. Uh, Quite interesting point what Harsh made the last point, the now learning. I want to specifically point out to the developers how they can get started in the now learning. There's one 45 minutes course, automated test framework introduction for completely for the beginners. If they don't know, you have this 45 minutes of course, you'll get to know where you need to start uh, next. Okay, there is a, another one which is administration for, and this is the one which is a two hours, not too much so there's again on-demand course available for most of the uh, users subscribed in the now learning and these two will uh, take you to the uh, to the spot where you can start off using the uh, atf test cases and uh, uh, the artifacts following these now learning there are a few other uh, materials the next one which i will let you i mean ask you to uh, look as in the now create uh, which is the best practice. It's a collections of all the best practice documents, artifacts available to all our customers and partners, and also you developers listening. There are uh, starter packs also called as uh, quick start test cases for all the applications, be it ITSM, ITOM, SPM, or uh, the, the uh, in the employee workflow like CSM or HRST. You will find the quick start test cases for these applications uh, available out of the box. So use that. It will give you a quick start on, on the out-of-the-box fields, forms, and everything. The other one is uh, the ServiceNode Docs, definitely, which will, which is your closest friend mm-hmm. always to refer of any product capability. And the finally, the new one, okay, which is just now launched or extended uh, to our partners and customers is the Demo Hub. Okay, So the Demo Hub, uh, you can gain access to it. Uh, it has a ready-to-use demo uh, narratives. Uh, how an application will work and including the ATF. So you can you can just get the feel of it. You can get you can start using that fully uh, with the demo data and you'll get the confidence of how it has to be used. Gentlemen, are there any best practices around ATF that you can recommend? Yeah, absolutely, Chuck. There are a few of them which I am aware of. Uh, is the first one being this this feature is meant to test something which is unique in your instance not to test the entire platform okay because the platform level testing is already done by service now it's not needed second being uh, understand that 
it is it is primarily meant for system testing purpose not not for unit testing right. load testing or performance testing right and the last but not the least is atf testing has to be executed in the dev or uh, test environment only not in the production environment sure i would add one other point uh, where usually we uh, don't spend that uh, time it's basically the test data the test data that needs to be created by the testers so make sure you have the right user data at hand uh, so you, you need to plan for that as well when you're planning for your test suits and the test scripts what we have all spoken about uh, test data is one thing that you create because these test data once uh, it is used by the atf to uh, then uh, these data gets rolled back yeah so uh, and uh, yes do always test in sub production instance never in the production and when you're creating a new test i believe there's a button that says copy test copy test suite so if you ha- you can start with these baseline what do you say 700 of them uh, that's that's crazy i think there were 40 when i first looked at the product and, and and you make your own so do not modify the ones that come with the platform the baseline product make a copy of those and then modify them to your heart's content and run those. Because those are going to be the things that you have unique situations, as, as Harsh spoke of before, that you're testing things that, not the stuff that we built, that's already been tested. Test the things that you've modified, you've built, and, and go from there. So make sure you copy those. Yeah. And in fact, I have one more to the list is uh, avoid doing data-driven testing. So when you have a reference field, when you have a drop-down value, you don't need to test each and every combination. That is not worth it. So that is another test practice I recommend. Oh, that'll speed up the test generation too. Yeah. And then finally, one of my favorite questions to ask is for the people that are new to development or possibly even learned what ATF was on this podcast, do you have any specific advice for those types of developers? I'll highlight the three, top three more of summarizing what Hirsch and we have already discussed. So start early in the implementation cycle, that is during the design phase or early build cycle itself, decide what test cases you want to create. So focus on the regression test packs, focus on those critical, business critical, or those functionality that needs to be always be available, uh, identify that. Second thing is uh, set the expectations clear uh, on what the scope of ATF is and what it cannot. So do hear about what recommended and not recommended list. So last point is uh, more on the tech governance. If you have any kind of governance to monitor the technical uh, build, so ensure that you have the peer review uh, for all these test cases written in the ATF and ensure these guidance, these uh, are reviewed in the tech governance meeting as well. And I believe we have an episode on tech governance not too long ago. This is going to be quite the library when we're referencing our own podcast over and over. Well, thank you once again for joining us, gentlemen. It's been a wonderful discussion. Before we leave, let's see if we can uh, leave the listener with a little contact information in case they have more questions or would like to reach out to you about ATF or our previous discussion. I'm available uh, on my LinkedIn. So my name is Raghuveer Murthy. You can find me. And my email ID is raghuveer.murthy at uh, the rate servicenow.com. I'm also available on LinkedIn with the name Harshdeep Garg. And my official email ID is harshdeep.garg at the rate servicenow.com. And I will include the LinkedIn stuff and email in the show notes if you uh, need help spelling those as I did.
Thank you, wonderful listener, for joining us today. Don't forget, you can check out the other ServiceNow podcasts. You can find them on our community at servicenow.com slash community under the events menu, or you go to devlink.sn slash podcasts. You can also find them wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to it. Get it delivered automatically. I know a number of you are still listening through the website or going somewhere and, and getting this, but you can get that delivered to your mobile device and never miss another episode. Breakpoint is brought to you by ServiceNow. Executive producers would be me and Lauren. And to find out more about the ServiceNow developer program, we invite you to go over to developer.servicenow.com. Again, thank you so much, Harsh and Raghu, for sharing with us today. Thanks a lot, Chuck. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening. So gentlemen, are there any best practices that you can recommend for...